What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Real Deal Podcast with me, your host, CJ Henny. How's everybody doing? Damn, it feels like fucking forever since I've been on this. Damn, I think the last time that I did an episode was uh, when my car got stolen. <laughs> I think that's when I did my last episode. Yeah, because that's when I, I was going through an emotional roller coaster. Um... Yeah, because that happened, I was in a a toxic place, an environment. Uh, yeah, so it's just like, uh, damn, it's been a while since I've, I've been on here and, you know, I've, I've done my shit. <laughs> How was everybody's Christmas? How was everybody's New Year's? I hope everybody's, you know, holidays were so great. I hope everybody was able to catch up with family, to see family, to spend the holidays with family and everything. Um, Because I know this is so late, but Merry Christmas, everybody, and have a Happy New Year. Um, And I know, you know, everybody talks about New Year's resolutions. So what's like, what's everybody's New Year's resolution? Like, think hard. What do you guys really want to get done? You know, like. I feel like what everybody should do is if you want to have any type of resolution this year that you want to get done, make a list. At least if you don't want to do like so much, do like a top five or do 10, like write out 10, write out 10 resolutions, pick maybe like the best five that you feel like you can complete within the full year or fuck it, try to do the full 10. You know what I mean? Hey, you're like... Don't fucking stop. Push yourself. I know I have my list. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I have to do my list because you know what? Like, I want to be me, Pokemon. I want to be the very best. Um, I just want to be back on my shit. Like, I want to go back into my normal space because right now I'm not really in my normal space, like my normal mindset. Um, I'm not in that normal mindset. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But if you guys didn't know, my girl Gypsy Rose is out of jail. <laughs> if you guys don't know who Gypsy Rose is, um, back in 2015, there was this girl who went to jail because for killing her mother, but she wasn't the one who actually did the act of killing her mother. Um, her boyfriend, let's do a little overview. You know what I mean? Um, okay. Let's see. Hmm. Um, okay. So, Gypsy Rose Blanchard, um, she was convicted in 2015, um, for killing her mother, but she didn't do the act alone. Uh, her boyfriend at the time, Nicholas Godejan, actually did the, um, it's because I don't know what to say because like a lot of, I don't know what terms to use because TikTok, Instagram, you can't say, oh, murdered or killed. They're like, oh, unalived because people are so fucking sensitive. So, Nicholas Godejan unalived Gypsy's mom um, because um, her mom, Didi, she um, she had this condition called, fuck, and I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't know how to pronounce it, um, but it's her condition was um, where you would, like, force somebody who you're taking care of um to be ill and you would make things up for this person to be ill it it was it was all in your mind um so she forced gypsy to be in um a wheelchair for years um she made her lie about her age um she had a feeding tube in her stomach and it was not necessary because you know she had teeth she was able to digest food but Gypsy, um, her teeth ended up rotting due to the fact that it was the pills that she was taking. 
Um, and then Gypsy said that her mom did say that um, she had like a lot of um, a lot of illnesses. Um, so for years, Dee Dee had subjected Gypsy to unnecessary medical procedures and convinced her daughter and others that she had a series of illnesses that follows what um one of her doctors um who did not treat gypsy or her mother tells people about how those with okay so i found the disease that not the disease but the mental illness Didi had it's ugh, fucking son of a bitch okay so i don't know how to pronounce it but i'm gonna go on translate and we're going to see how to pronounce it. Okay. Let's see. All right. Let's see how it sounds. Munchausen by proxy. Okay. So that is, um, like I said, you know, it's, it's where you, you're in this mindset where someone, you feel like someone needs constant care they're ill they're this they're that um so Didi had um Didi had um made her believe that um she made gypsy believe that she was terminally ill she had muscular dystrophy um munchkin syndrome salivary glands um that one a uh, munchsen syndrome so that one actually gypsy had um she made her believe that she had um asthma um and other stuff so um gypsy ended up going on a she got a hold of a computer or a cell phone i don't remember um but she got a hold of it and she went on a Christian dating site, right? A Christian dating site. That's when she met Nicholas Godejohn, her boyfriend. And they would do some, like, kinky video calls. Like, she would cosplay a lot of shit. Like, he was into heavy-ass, like, um, BDSM. And, you know, he got her into it. So, like, they, they, like... I don't know, like, I guess they were, like, a match or some shit, but, um, it's, it's weird because in the documentary that I've seen and in the show The Act, um, if you guys haven't seen the show The Act, it's based on it, it's, like, loosely based on Gypsy Rose and Dee Dee Blanchard, um, so if you guys want to go watch it, it's The Act, it's on Hulu, um, I don't know what other streaming platform is on, but it's on Hulu, I know that for sure, um, one of the weirdest things that stood out to me in the show was, you know, Gypsy was in a wheelchair. Not that she was in a wheelchair, like, you know, but one of the first times that she met her boyfriend in person, um, it was at a movie theater, and it was the premiere of Cinderella, the live um action version. It's, oh, fuck, it's... It was the recent one. It wasn't like the old, old one. Um, but they, like they met, they wandered off to the restroom and they had sex. Um, so that's pretty fucking weird. You know, one of your first encounters, you're meeting your significant other and bam, y'all fucking in the bathroom. Um, so it shows that in the show. And then... Um, like, I'm guessing a lot of people, like, the show got shit right, got shit wrong. I don't know. But, um, yeah, like, um, Gypsy tried to pin it on him. Like, oh, you know, he forced me. And then um, it's kind of, I found it kind of fucked up because they gave him life and they gave her only 10 years. But she served only eight years of that sentence because she was convicted in 2015 and they released her in 2023. So I I I kind of found it fucked up because I'm like, okay, you know, 
they could have given him, you know, 10 years too, or not even life. They could have given him 20, you know, um, because she was the one that had the idea. But I understand as to why they gave him life is because he's the one that went through with it. He physically did it and he admitted to physically, you know, unaliving Didi and Gypsy didn't do nothing. Gypsy planned it, but she didn't do anything. And I was like, damn. Like, I was watching the show, and when she's getting interrogated, I'm like, damn, girl, you don't, like, you don't feel like you fucked up in that moment. Like, I get it. Like, there could have been other ways. And she she even states now in a lot of interviews, <clears throat> she regrets a decision that she made. She goes, there was other ways of getting out. Um, She did mention that. Once she ran away, um, but a couple hours later, her mom picked her up. Like, she found her, picked her up, and took her back home. She chained her to the bed for, like, a couple days or two weeks to the point where she, like, urinated on herself. Um, and, um, yeah, she was just, like, you know, she wishes that she would have just got out a different way. She wishes that there would have been a different solution instead of that. Um, but, unfortunately, she went that route. I was like, damn, like, you know, you could have, you know, mind you, she found out that she was able to do, that she was healthy when she was 19. So I'm thinking, okay, if you're, if you're so quick to hop on a computer or a cell phone and video call your man, like to do shit, bitch, pick up the phone and call fucking 911, tell them, or call fucking, um, child services, the fuck? you know, like, call them, you, you, you had multiple opportunities, you know, I'm not saying, like, oh, you're fucking stupid, no, like, she's a victim, I understand, but in the same sense, it's like, you did have, um, you did have multiple opportunities, especially when your mom was sleeping, a heavy sleeper, so you say, um, you had multiple opportunities, countless opportunities to let people know, you know, on social media, um, like, again, call the police, child services, anything, so it's just, like, she, I feel like she could have just went a different route, because that's, that's some cold-hearted shit, you know, that's some cold-hearted shit, um, but, yeah, if you guys want to watch it, the show, um, it's called The Act, um, it's on Hulu, and then also, too, there's multiple documentaries on YouTube. Um, also, too, Gypsy is coming out with her own documentary um, sometime this year, I think. I'm not too sure, but hope hope so, hopefully, hopefully. Um, and then, y'all, I don't know if you guys are, are keeping up with current events right now, but Epstein's list was just um, exposed even more. Um, so I, I do remember in Epstein's old list, um, it mentioned celebrities that, you know, were on it. Um, I know Beyonce was on it. Jay-Z was on it. Um, Trump was on it, I think, and other people. <laughs> but I'm not trying to, like, go into that shit, but <laughs> the one that fucking kills me is <laughs> Stephen Hawking. <laughs> That's the one that fucking kills me. And you guys don't understand. I've seen countless fucking memes of um, Stephen Hawking. Like, oh, when Epstein took Stephen Hawking to his island, the motherfucker could run. Like, he could run. He can walk. Like, he can do a whole bunch of shit. Like, you guys don't understand how funny it is. Like, you know, it is a serious situation. It's a serious topic. But in the same sense, it's funny because it's just like, you wouldn't ever think that someone who's quote-unquote paralyzed (laughs) is in that shit like you wouldn't think like i don't know it's just fucking funny you guys should look some shit up on instagram tiktok it's fucking hilarious you guys oh my god it's so funny it's so fucking funny man um and then another thing that i wanted to talk about was um the fuck it's it's I want to talk about the music industry. It's not talking ill about it. It's just um so Doja Cat 
um, she did an interview when someone is like, oh, um, you changed your appearance. And she goes, yeah. And they're telling her like, oh, you know, a lot of, you know, your fans are like, oh, she's older soul. She's a part of the Illuminati, blah, blah, blah. And then she goes, I feed into what people say. She goes, if people are saying it and they want to believe it's true, let them believe it's true. She goes, I don't have to prove myself to anybody. And I think she's right because, you know, they did the same shit with Beyonce. They did the same shit with Rihanna. They did the same shit with a whole bunch of fucking celebrities. And, um, uh, what was it? Oh, um, and they're like accusing her and all this shit like that. What people don't understand is a lot of celebrities, especially female artists, they go through this phase. They go through their first phase is they do whatever the record label says. They have no control over what um, their, you know, their songs are about, what to sing, um, how to answer interview questions, um, their look, their makeup, their wardrobe, their aesthetic. They're not in control of what they want to do. For I want to say for the first two years. And then once they have their foot all the way in the industry, they part ways with their team, get a new team, and then they have, you know, more freedom of what they want to write, what they want to put out there, what they want to do. So I feel like people just accuse, um, especially female celebrities, celebrities, what the fuck, me dyslexic? I'm just kidding. Um... I feel like they just judge a lot of female celebrities because it's just like, oh, like this bitch is crazy. Like, look what happened to Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus, you know, she went through a lot of shit with Disney. She didn't have any, you know, she couldn't do what she wanted to do. And then when she came out with uh, Wrecking Ball, We Can't Stop, that whole album, I believe it was called Malibu. Um she had more say in what she wanted to do. So she did what the fuck she wanted to do. People were talking shit about her. Yeah, but let's look back at it. Was it not iconic? When she danced stupid as fuck on the stage with that foam finger, what do people talk about? They talk about that. They talk about Wrecking Ball. They talk about, you know, her career after same with Katy Perry. Katy Perry, um, she went through the same shit. Katy Perry ended up getting the same haircut and bleached her hair. It's funny because there's a lot of memes going on at the time where it's just like, whatever went, whatever was in Miley Cyrus came out of Miley and went into Katy. And it's like, she had more save what she wanted to do. Like, you know what I mean? Musically, she, she was more hip, not hip hop. She was more fuck how would you say it she was more like hip pop if you want to say um but she was more definitely more pop than anything and you know she did uh, she again she did iconic shit that music video that she did with migos um bon appetit that's the song um, she did Swish Swish with Nicki Minaj. Um, she did that one little reality thing. I don't know if anybody remembers, but it was like the celebrity big brother type of shit. Um, she did that. I know she did more things, but I just can't think of it. Now look at her. She has her residence in Vegas, her residency. She has shows in Vegas now. And Why? Because people got to connect more with whatever she was doing. People, I get it, you know, people connect with someone's music. Like, okay, let's put it out there. Okay. Everybody knows I love Ariana Grande. I'm an Arianator for life. You know what I mean? Um, Honeymoon, uh, like her albums. Let's say um, from the start of Victorious all the way to um, Sweetener. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> Sweetener. So, um, 
in that era, everybody started loving what she did. She started fucking with her vocals, like, oh, Mariah Carey type of shit. You know, her vocal range widened. She was doing good. From then, Sweetener happened. And after Sweetener, you guys cannot tell me that, you know, it's not iconic shit. I want to say Sweetener. Me scratching my head like, wait, hold on. Because Thank You Next. Thank You Next was on Sweetener, I think. Or was Thank You Next on the previous album? Let's check. Albums. Okay, so no. Let's start from her first album, which was Yours Truly. Her second album, My Everything. Her third album was Dangerous Woman. I love that era. I went to go see her. When she was on tour for Dangerous Woman with my sister, I will never fucking forget it. It was the best fucking day. I lost my voice. Um, And then after Dangerous Woman, she took a little break. Then she came up with Thank You Next. From Thank You Next all the way to um, Sweetener and Positions. It's like Ariana did iconic shit. She went blonde too for a moment because she's doing iconic shit. Her image is changing, but then her image is staying the same. She went through a metamorphosis. Yes, I know big words. Yes, I know big words. Metamorphosis. She went through different stages of her life. She went through being blonde, having a high ponytail, wearing small ass dresses, to wearing oversized clothes, high fucking heels, her brown hair, well, her brown hair first, and then she was blonde, and then... She took out all the extensions. She still is known. She still is known for the ponytail, um, but shorter. And then she was on the Voice, and then she stopped tanning. <laughs> and then now she's on. I think she's on a more self discovery because she's blonde. She has short hair. Um, she admitted because her line for Ulta, she has a, a makeup line called REM, but. I pronounce it Rem, and so does everybody else. Um, she It's Rem Beauty, but she says R.E.M. Beauty, which is kind of stupid. Um, she she was, um, you know, doing like a little tutorial on how to do shit. And she's like, oh, I don't, I don't have lip fillers anymore. I don't have fillers for my cheeks. Um, I don't have fillers here, here, and here. She's like, I stopped doing all of that. And... I was a little like, what the fuck? Like, bitch, I didn't know. But then I did, like, I looked at before and after pictures. And then I was like, fuck, she had fillers in her face. And, you know, like, at first I was like, damn, I didn't know. Like, that's kind of crazy. But, again, that's because I didn't give a fuck. I didn't give a fuck about how her appearance was. I don't give a fuck about how her appearance is. You're putting out good fucking music. Good for you. And then when people are talking shit, like, you know, like, the social media talking about, oh, um... Ariana left her husband, and she got with the guy that's in the new movie. Um, I want to say, um, Oz. She's coming out as Glenda the Good Witch. Um, some guy I don't know what the fuck his name is, but he was SpongeBob in um the play on Broadway. SpongeBob. Yeah. You know what? Let her fucking let her be. Let her be. I say when all these female celebrities get with somebody and then they don't get with somebody, like they break up, get with them, break up. Let them be. Like, I know I hear one person right now say, Oh my god, like fuck this bitch. Like, it's because you love her. No, it's I just feel like any female celebrity, like, let them be. You know what I mean? Like, just let them be. <laughs> Let them be. And then another thing that I want to talk about is P. Diddy got exposed, exposed for um, S. A. Cassie, um, assaulting Cassie, putting her through fucking hell. And the only one who's ever said anything, you know, for years is Aubrey O'Day from Danity Kane. I don't know if y'all fucking remember the group girl group Danity Kane. They were founded on the reality TV show Making the Band. 
Um, and it was five girls in the band. Um, Andrea, D. Woods, Shannon, Dawn, and Aubrey. I think that was five. Andrea, D. Woods, Shannon, Dawn, and Aubrey. Yeah. Um, and they, uh, they're the group Danity Kane. If you guys don't know who Danity Kane is, they, first of all, you must be living under a fucking rock. Um, second of all, they came out with fucking great hits. Um, their first single was Showstopper. Um, it's, uh, we show stopping, we show, show stopping, we show stopping, we show, show, okay, that one. And then the other one that went platinum is their fucking greatest song, Damaged. I don't know if you guys ever heard that one, but I will sing it for you right now. It's a little snippet. Um, Cause my heart is damaged, damaged. You can blame the one before. How you gonna fix it? Fi- that one. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> you know they're they're known for you know damaged. So they were under Bad Boy, and. <laughs> You guys, I feel like P. Diddy's fucking, um, P. Diddy's label is a curse, a bad boy. It's the bad boy curse because Biggie was signed to bad boy. Look what happened. Um, another male group was signed to bad boy. Um, many fucking groups were signed to bad boy. Um. Oh, sorry, my arm is itchy. Um, a lot of groups were signed to Bad Boy. Um, okay, and I'm gonna just list them off. Um, so the ones that were signed to Bad Boy is Biggie, Faith Evans, One Twelve, Total, The Lokes, The Locks, Mace, Craig Mack. She fuck Shine and Carl Thomas, um, and then French Montana, Machine Gun Kelly, Janelle Monet, and Cassie were signed to Bad Boy Records, um, and then Diddy had other um, he had other fucking. Other groups, um, Day 26, again, they were created on Making the Band, Danny D. Kane, um, and then Dirty Money. I don't know if you guys remember them, but they were more known for, I'm coming home, I'm coming home, tell the world I'm coming home. That's their song. Now, one of the girls from Danny D. Kane was actually, um was actually the last member of Danny Kane. Like, oh my God, if I could do a fucking episode about Danny Kane and all the bullshit that Diddy put them through, I would fucking do it. Um, so one of the members, Don, Don Richards, I think, okay. She was the last one to be released from her contract of, um, Danny Kane. Diddy ended up putting her in the group Dirty Money with, um himself and another female artist i don't know who her name is but if you guys um if you guys like wondered oh like this group that group they all flopped because they were under diddy's management and i honestly think it was like it was the machisto thing you know what i mean and, you know, I feel like he was a dick, but, um, whoever gets signed to bad boy, their careers flop and not just whoever signs to bad boy, but whoever has Diddy in a cameo or fucking collabs with Diddy. I feel like they flop too, because look at Keisha Cole. She fucking did, a uh, a. Uh, a collab with fucking Diddy, um, that song called Last Night, her fucking career flopped, now she's on fucking loving hip-hop, um, and everyone's, like, scratching their hair, wait, who are you again, type of shit, um, 
yeah, fucking her career flopped, and unfortunately, um, unfortunately, um, one of the girls from the biggest um, selling fucking girl groups out there, um, Little Mix, one of the former members, Jesse Nelson, she did her own rendition of um, Bad Boys. Um, she did her take on Bad Boys that Diddy did years ago, and her career is not going well. It's not going too well. She thought it was. Um, she, you know, she loved hip hop, so she did her own rendition, rendition, and um, she had Diddy do a cameo in the video. And sorry, baby girl, but your career is flopped. Um. So I just feel like anybody who signed to Diddy, their shit flops. Because look at Cassie. Cassie's beautiful. Cassie's very talented. She's a dancer. She's a singer. She's she's a model. She's an actress. She's a fucking quadruple threat. And her career went down the drain. Again, same with Danity Kane, the members. The only person who's relevant is Aubrey O'Day. Who are the other members? I'm sorry to say, but who are the other members? You know, they have their own music out there, but no one's as big as her. And that's because she never took any of Diddy's shit. She was always like, you know, about her shit. She spoke her fucking mind and she stayed relevant. Nobody else did. Again, with Day 26, the boy band that was on Making the Band. No one knows who the fuck they are. I don't know who the fuck they are. If it wasn't because I watched Making the Band on YouTube, I wouldn't have known who the fuck they were. 112, everybody knows who 112 is. Total, everyone knows who that is. Mace, everyone knows who that is. Um, Biggie, Faith Evans. Um, everyone knows who they are because they did big shit. But then again, their careers flopped or unfortunately they passed away. So it's like, Think twice about when you sign, you know, to Diddy. I personally, if I were to ever get signed, I would not go to Diddy. I don't like P. Diddy for shit. I don't like him. I can't stand him. But he's being exposed for doing a lot of horrific shit uh, to not just one female, to multiple females. Um, And the only person who's been saying it is Aubrey O'Day. She's exposed him from the the get, from the fucking get-go. Nobody really believed her. They're just like, oh, bitch, you're salty because, you know, Danny D. Kane flopped. Like, no. Danny D. Kane would have went far. You know what I mean? Like, if they were to reunite, Danny D. Kane could sell out a whole fucking arena. They can sell out Dodger Stadium. What's bigger than Dodger Stadium? They've sold out Madison Square Garden. And it's just like, he fucked up. He should have never did what he did. Everybody kept accusing him and her having a sexual relationship. And she's like, no, like, the fuck? And it's just like, I feel like there was more going on, especially with the female artist, with the female artists, sorry, than what was led on. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he was doing horrific shit. Um, One of his bodyguards came out, came forward, his ex-bodyguards, and said that because he had Danity Kane, that what he wanted to do was um, they were in the recording studio. And he told him, I want to get these bitches drunk. And, you know, and let y'all do whatever the fuck you want with them. But these, I I want to believe that these girls were not stupid enough to do that. You know what I mean? Hopefully they weren't dumb enough to drink heavily, heavy, heavily. Um, and it's like, damn, like, that's fucked up, you know? I guess that's what you want to, I guess that's what you quote-unquote having power makes you feel like you can get away with anything you want to fucking do i don't know but i just don't like diddy i feel like diddy is a piece of shit person i feel like he's not a, a genuine genuine fucking person um i honestly don't feel like he's a genuine person i feel like he was a manipulator um, I honestly feel like he is a, like a manipulator and it's, it's not a good thing. You know what I mean? Ugh, I don't know. 
Um, so I went on Instagram and I asked people what's a good topic to talk about. And I got a a good amount of topics. One was sex. <laughs> one was sex. The other one was mental health. And then the other one is signs of me. I can't read signs of obsession. And then the other one is me from someone. <laughs> if you want me to talk about you, I'll talk about <laughs> Um. Well, fuck it. Let's go through all of them. So let's do sex first. Um. I don't know. I feel like... <sighs> like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, what, what about sex? Like, you know, how do you do it? How, like, what, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, what do you mean about sex? Um, I feel like... <sighs> I feel like sex should only work with two people. I've heard countless, you know, stories, oh, um, you know, three ways, and there was one where I heard, you know, someone, like, we got a watcher, <laughs> someone was watching, or someone was like, you know, they offered, you know, the significant other to, you know, fuck their friend, and then they watch, and I'm like, that's kind of weird, you know what I mean, like, that's, that's weird as fuck, and then, um, group sex, and then, you know, I don't know. Like, I feel like if you're being intimate, it's it should be with one on one. Um, I was recently I was recently talking to my friend about this, and um, I was just like, I'm very curious, curious about a threesome. I was like, personally, I wouldn't do a threesome. I'm just very curious. I would want to see how shit goes down. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, obviously, everybody knows how shit goes down. But to experience it, I don't know if I would do a threesome. I don't think so. I don't know if I would. But um, I've heard stories of people having three ways and then, you know. But I'm just like, so what is what? Like, this is what this is what goes on in my mind. Okay, two people are interacting with each other. What is the other person doing? Just fucking sitting there looking at them like, all right, I'm timing you guys. It's my turn, like type of shit. I'm like, what the fuck goes on? You know what I mean? And then, like, I feel like what people do is, you know, like, it's good to spice it up, you know, in the bedroom. Um, But I don't know. I feel like if you're having a threesome, then that means you're you're open to an open relationship. And I'm going to talk about that. I I don't, I fucking don't, I don't condone an open relationship. Um, I don't like open relationships at all. Um, recently, there was a situation, not with me personally, but it was with someone. Um, their significant other broke up with, they gave them an ultimatum. Either we're in an open relationship or we break up. And because this person was so in love with this other person, again, this is not me. I swear to God, I swear this is not me. <laughs> this is not me. Um, um, this person was so in love with this other person, you know, like, oh, I'll be in an open relationship with you. But then five seconds later, the person who gave them that ultimatum, I don't want to be with you anymore. We break like we're breaking up. Again, it's not me. Uh, I just have to clarify, it's not me. I promise. It's not me. Trust me. It's not. Because I would have talked about it a long time ago. But I was, I feel like that's fucked up. Um, why, why, get, why give the option of being in an open relationship? I don't think, this is how, it, again, this is how my mind works. If you're asking me to be in an open relationship, I'm boring you. Excuse me, sir. You're being really loud. I don't know if you guys can hear my dog snort, but he's snoring. Um, my little baby. Um, but you know, uh, don't ask me to ever be in an open relationship because I'm gonna say no. Am I boring you? What's wrong? Like, are you not entertained? Type of shit. And it's like, you know, like why are you why why do you want to be in an open relationship? That's why on these dating apps now. 
a lot of them are like, you know, they'll hit me up and I'm like, hey, what's up? Like, what's going on? And then I see in the description open relationship and I'm like, ah, like you just fucked everything up. I don't like open relationships because I've seen, okay, like everybody, if you have Twitter, there's this thing called Twitter porn. Um, and I follow this couple on Instagram and they have their OnlyFans and all that shit. I get it for content reasons, but you have more content with other people than your significant other because you're stating you're in an open relationship. No. Mm-mm. No. Fuck no. If you're going to go out and fuck someone else, then just break up. You know what I mean? Just break up. Like, don't don't tell me that we're going to be in an open relationship. No. Mm-mm. Hard pass. Hard pass. We're going to fucking break up. Fuck that shit. Ugh, got me so pissed. Mental health. Mental health is a big, big issue, guys. Um, anxiety, depression, um, anything. I feel like if you can find someone to talk to about these issues, um, if you can find someone to talk about these issues with or even a therapist, go see someone. Because even just by letting it out and ranting to someone, it feels good. It feels like relief. Um, oh, my God. I hate getting real, but I'm going to get real. I'm in a little bit of a funk. Um, I don't know. Like, I've just been through some shit recently. And I'm just like, like, I don't have the energy to get up and go anywhere. Like, I have the energy to get up, you know, pick my take my sibling to school, pick them up, and come back home. Sometimes I don't... Excuse me, you're licking your balls a little bit too loud, dude. My God. Y'all heard him licking his balls? Start licking your balls, Cochino. That's my baby. Okay. Um. What? Okay. Thank you for the kisses. Um, Like, I honestly don't have energy to do anything. And I'm just like, fuck. Like, I don't know. And then there was this point where I thought I was... <laughs> I don't know. I overthink a lot on, on a lot of shit. I, I'm not depressed, but I'm just like, mm, I'm in a funk. I'm in a funk, and I don't like it. But um, I had these edible gummies that I got from Stizzy. Shout out, Stizzy. Love you. Um... And I had, it was these sugar ropes and they're so good. Like they're good. Like they, they have a, it's like a, a light, like fuck the hubba. Is it the hubba bubba? I think it is the, the line gum. Well, this one tells you where to cut it. Like it's a good amount. Um, so I had that and I had these other edibles too, where every week, like it got to the point where every week after work, I would not every week not like almost every day but every week after work like on a friday i would eat an edible i'd get high and then go to sleep because it's like i was like damn like i'm stressed not stressed but i was hired and then um i started doing it back to back like on my free time like especially when the kids were on winter break i started doing it back to back to the point where it scared the fuck out of me the next couple of days, because when I would lay down in my bed around the same time I would take the edibles, my body would start getting numb and I'd get scared. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm it was so unnormal to me. And I'm like, oh, my God, am I getting addicted? Because I started to crave the weed and I started to like, fuck, like not not get antsy, but I kind of got a little antsy. And I was like, fuck, like, am I am I fucking am I fiending for this shit? But I'm fine. I'm not addicted to it. I stopped. Um, I kicked my drug problem. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I stopped because I ran out of weed. <laughs> I ran out of my edibles. But, I, like, I, I don't have a... I know, like, oh, my God, people with a problem say they don't have a problem. But, honestly, I don't have a problem. Because if I did, I would have, you know, went back to Stizzy and bought more for myself. I've been back to Stizzy, but I've never bought anything for myself after that. I haven't, I went recently and I didn't buy anything. So like, I'm, 
I don't fall. I don't give in to peer pressure. That's what like I'm trying to say. I don't give in to fucking peer pressure. Um, and then you know, well, I mean, I want to get high, but you know, it's good. Once in a while, it's good. It's okay. Um, and then I don't know if you guys remember, but I talked about a couple years ago where I was in a fucking deep dark fucking place. Um, to the point where my anxiety built up a lot. It was, you know, due to the toxic masculinity that was in the house. Um, and I, I wasn't in a good place with my mom, her boyfriend at the time. Um, I wanted to, you know, hurt myself. I wanted to cut myself on my thigh and I was like, fuck, like I needed a sense of relief and I was like, fuck, like I need to do it. So I tried it. But not with the real blade or anything sharp. Um, I tried it with something dull and plastic. And I was like, uh-uh. Like, I seen I seen the scratch that left me. And even though it's a scratch and it, it went away, I looked at it and I was like, oh, my God, I don't like how this feels. Like, I don't. I honestly don't like it. Like, if I were to, like, actually cut myself... I would have to stare at that all the fucking time and I would be unhappy with the decision that I made. And, you know, the the stupid fucking it's my voice of reasoning, but then it's my dumbass voice in my head. Me schizophrenic. Um <laughs> my um my voice in my head was like, don't do it. You're gonna have to look at it. You're gonna be disappointed. Do you want to hurt your body? Like, do you want to look at that? And I'm like, fuck no. And then there was a moment where I was in the shower and I was like, like it was a movie type of shit. I'm all wet and soapy. No, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I was just, I was just staring at the wall and I was like, fuck. I was craving alcohol. Like, I could have downed a bottle, but I'm like, no. Like again, there goes my inner voice. Don't do it, bitch. You like drinking. Drinking is really fun. You know, it's it's a social thing. It's an occasional thing. Don't fuck it up and then get addicted and then have a drinking problem. Because, you know, my main thing is when when shit like that occurs, I always have that inner voice that's selfish and it's just like, bitch, don't do it. You know, you like doing it. Don't do it all the time. You know, people are going to think you have a problem. And then my first thought is, do you really want to put your family through that? Like, do you really want to do that? Because I've been around it to where people, they live a certain lifestyle. Like, the gang shit. And we all say the same thing. Then One day we hope they change. One day let's hope that they see that, you know, there's a door that opens and they fucking change. But in reality, they're never going to change. Only the strongest person changes. So it's just like, I don't want to put my family through that. I don't want, you know, my nieces and my brothers to see me, you know, like that. I don't I don't want anybody to see me like that. So I drink alone in my room. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, I just I choose. I just I'm smarter. I make smart decisions. And I'm just like, no, drinking's too fun for me to, you know, get a problem with. Um, But if you're going through something, you know, um seek help talk to somebody it doesn't necessarily have to be a therapist a friend you know rant to somebody or fuck it um make a podcast and talk about shit just be anonymous <laughs> or just write it down and get a journal write it down and then you know what you should do what you should do there's these books that are specifically made for this you you write down your feelings like depression, you know, anxiety and all that shit. You burn the fucking book after. I want to do that. I want to do it. Like I've I've read a lot of reviews where it's like it's it's a relief feeling after. You feel so much better. You feel oh, like a thousand pounds are just getting off of you type of shit. You could even do that or just, you know, get a therapist. Crazy ass bitch. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um Another topic is obsession. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I did some fucking obsessive, obsessive, a little obsession shit last night. Um, so I don't know if you guys remember 
when I um I was working for my old company, I don't no longer work there anymore. Um, there was this guy in the office who I felt like had a little crush on me, and I had a little crush on him, whatever. But it never got too far. So <laughs> I looked up his name on in on um uh, on Google, and I found his information. <laughs> And I was like, damn, because I was contemplating, like, fuck, should I add him on social media? Like, fuck, like, what should I do? Like, should I initiate it? Like, hey, what's up? You know, type of shit. And then I just started going through, like, I put my name, my mom's name, my dad's name, my sister's name. And I'm like, wait, who the fuck are all these people, like, that we're related to? You know what I mean? So it's not obsession. It's just being curious. And then the other topic was me. Listen up, babe. Listen here. We could have had what we had. Okay? Like that night. The little special thing that we did. <laughs> it's nothing nasty. <laughs> you know? I should have just let it happen. <laughs> oh, shit. Let me get in trouble. But I feel like. This was a good comeback episode. I talked about a lot of shit, y'all. A lot of fucking shit. A lot. But that's going to be it for today, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode because I did. I'm going to be doing more frequent episodes now. I think I'm going to have another podcast channel. I don't know. I have to talk to... Uh, my creative team, <laughs> like I'm famous, um, but I need to talk to somebody to see if, you know, they're down to do it, like, let's do this, um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in, thank you to all the people that listen to my podcast, thank you to my supporters, I love you guys so fucking much, and then what I'm gonna start doing is actually, um, record, on my computer, the episodes like I've been doing and filming it so you guys can see in real time type of shit. And I don't know, like I kind of want to do more now, like on my YouTube channel. I want to do Sipping Saturdays where I get um, drinks, I make them, and then we just talk about random shit, kind of like a podcast. I don't know if I should do the podcast like called Sipping Saturdays um, and then record it like for a video or something. I don't know. I just have to like you know, plan it out, map it out. Um, but yeah, again, thanks again, you guys. And you guys will see me next time. Bye-bye. You see me next time? What the fuck? Me? Me, me, the John SpongeBob, me, hoing, hoing, hoing. All right, guys. Bye.